Welcome to Savannah Alalea TV, where you learn to listen to your intuition and create a life you love. There are no gurus here because you are your own guru. I'm simply here to remind you to pay attention to the guru inside of yourself. Unsure if you have a guru inside you? Trust me, you do. We all do. And when you learn to listen, that is when magic happens. Literacy is described as the ability to read and write. It's taught to most of us from a young age. But how many of you are aware of what I call emotional literacy? This has nothing to do with knowing your ABCs and everything to do with knowing how you feel. Emotional literacy is a phrase attributed to psychotherapist Claude Steiner, who described it as the ability to understand your emotions, the ability to listen to others and empathise with their emotions, and the ability to express emotions productively. This is a fancy way of saying that you're able to know what you're feeling and you can tell what others are feeling too. Basically, you're an empath. Being literate means that you can read a book. Being emotionally literate means you can read a room. Unfortunately, emotional literacy is nowhere near as valued by our society as logical literacy is. Society encourages and rewards the use of the logical part of your brain. It starts very early at school. Beside all the tests that kids study for every day, there are spelling bees and science fairs, the math Olympics in the States, and a ton of other competitions where kids, kids are rewarded with ribbons and trophies for using the logical part of their brains. Now this is all well and good, but where's the trophy for being able to tell when someone is upset and needs support? Where's the blue ribbon for knowing when you've been hurting somebody's feelings and need to apologize to them? How about an award for knowing when someone is having a rough time and baking them cookies? Or gluten-free muffins in my case, you'll find a delicious recipe in my book, Human Food 101. Seriously though, the fact is most people are unaware of the existence of such a concept as emotional literacy, let alone place any value on it. But just imagine what the world would look like if emotional literacy was encouraged and rewarded as much as logical abilities. If empaths were the norm and people were open and sincere with each other and themselves. If everyone were present in each moment and in right relationship with themselves, with each other and with the world around them. If each person behaved in a way that was in the best interests of everybody involved. Can you imagine how the results of this emotional literacy would ripple out through the world? That sounds like a pretty freaking amazing world to live in if you ask me, but where do you start? Should we be going around giving out gold stars and prizes to people who can tell when they need to apologize for being an asshole? I wonder if that might be kind of awesome. I might order some gold star stickers and think about that later. Anyway, seriously, how do you begin to flex your emotional literacy muscles? According to Steiner, there are five parts to emotional literacy. Number one, knowing your own feelings. This is a pretty straightforward one, or it should be. Are you able to identify what you're feeling at any given moment? Do you ask yourself daily and regularly how you feel about both good things or things that irritate you? Are you honest with yourself? 
Start by keeping what I call a fuck it journal, where you write your feelings in full, however they come out of you. Say, fuck it to worrying about spelling or making it sound grammatically correct. Just let the words flow out of you. Number two, having a heartfelt sense of empathy. If you're here reading or watching this blog, then chances are you're a fellow empath. So I'm assuming you're aware of the feelings of those around you and you can read the emotions in a room and intuitively know how people are feeling. Being an empath makes you a natural and unmanipulative leader and you strongly desire the best outcome for all in the situation. Ask yourself how you can support others to meet the best version of themselves, where they find themselves and in a way where they are doing it. Learn to ask good questions. We all know there are no dumb questions, only dumb people. I'm kidding, sorry. Joking aside, some questions go a bit deeper than others. Number three, learn to manage your emotions. Now this is a big one. It's one thing to be able to recognise if you're angry and it's quite another to know how to manage said anger properly. Rather than just witnessing yourself throwing furniture out the window in a rage and thinking, hmm, I must be angry, you need to learn how to manage that anger. Big emotions are like juice, they are like fuel. You can utilise them towards whatever you choose to create. The trick is you need to be able to direct them rather than projectile vomit them out at people. You're welcome for that visual example. Icky emotions are particularly potent. The ickier, the better, I would say. Learn to tolerate and hang out in them rather than trying to get rid of them. Wriggle around in them like a pig rolling in mud. Another lovely visual, I know. Once you're at peace with how you're feeling, you can better direct them. I love to use dance for this. You can move your body in whichever way you feel you need to, to really get these emotions moving. So put your favorite music on and go for it. This is obviously a little bit simplistic, but the more you practice it, the easier it becomes. Number four, repairing emotional problems. Are you responsible for your actions? Are you able to admit that you've messed up or and to do something to make amends and fix it if you need to. Acknowledging where you have missed the mark is magical. It repairs the foundation of anything that you're building. Missing the mark and just carrying on is like a sieve underneath you wherever you build. Claiming a mistake has power. Be brave, claim the mistakes. Number five, emotional interactivity. This is where all sorts of things come together. So emotional interactivity means sensing what those around you are feeling and knowing what to do about it. Sort of like a Jedi master. You'll sense where there's a disturbance in the force and you'll be able to act appropriately. Hopefully without having to grab a lightsaber and go out on a quest to a galaxy far, far away. This takes practice, but start with the small stuff and trust your intuition over what your head is telling you. Being present wherever you are will support your ability to respond. Orientate yourself in your space, the room you find yourself in, the chair that you're sitting in. Be present. Being emotionally literate is a gift to yourself and to those around you. Follow these steps to increase your emotional literacy and become your very own Jedi Master of your emotions. And of course, your lightsaber is optional. I want to invite you to share a situation in the comments below where you were able to read the room and how you were able to 
help create the best outcome for everybody involved in a situation. I look forward to reading your stories in the comments. Remember, trust your instincts. Follow your intuition because the world needs your voice and the magic it brings to us all. If you've enjoyed this video and feel it could really support someone you know to unlock and live their potential, then feel free to share it forward. I would love to know in the comments below this video or send me an email about the things that you decide to do. I look forward to reading your stories in the comments. Jump on my mailing list to stay reminded and connected to your intuition and some special things I really do only share in my emails. I look forward to chatting with you next time on Savannah Alalia TV. Take care and talk soon. But where do you start? Should we be going around giving out gold stars and prizes to people who can tell when they need to be apologised, need to apologise for being an arsehole, sorry. Let's start again. But where do you start? Should we be going around giving out gold stars and prizes to people who can tell when they need to be apologised for, for being, oh my God, I did it again, when they need to apologise for being an arsehole? I'm sorry for being an asshole. <laughs> I'm keeping getting this sentence wrong. <laughs> <laughs>